0: Everyone, and welcome to the Healing Hearts podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about some of my struggles that I've been happening as 2021 has finally begun. Now, in all honesty, I don't know what people think of me when they listen to my podcast. (laughs) I don't know if I come across as confident or if I come across as nervous or if I come across as like I've got my life together. (laughs) Subhanallah. Because the truth of the matter is I'm only human. And although I am working really hard to overcome my struggles, I do have struggles. (laughs) Otherwise, I wouldn't have anything to overcome. It's an amazing journey to be honest, to be on this journey of healing and to be able to see the progress that I'm making and to document it here in my podcast and when I am doing my own coaching sessions and I do my journaling and I have a log of everything I'm going through, of all of the emotions that I feel, that I have been feeling and that I will feel and everything that I want to happen and everything that is going wrong and what is it that is really truly stopping me me because when I have when I used to try to deal with my mental health I never used to journal (laughs) I used to always like start one page and maybe go on for a few days and then I'll just be like nah I can't be bothered and no, this isn't doing me any good and I can't be bothered writing it all out and it takes so long and I just my writing is so messy and illegible and nothing's perfect, so why should I bother? And I just can't keep up with this. So I used to just quit everything, including journaling, which is a practice that I use now <laughs> quite often actually. <laughs> I I've actually finished so many books now. <laughs> so many of my actual journals. Like I buy these from paper chase because i think they're so pretty like i used to get these really nice little notebooks and they were just lined notebooks no dates or anything like that because i don't go by dates i write my own dates in when i'm doing my actual page so i have a date to actually look back and i'm like oh that that's what happened when it was in the month of march or something like that so anyways there's no dates on them so i just go through them whenever and however and I find it so exciting to actually write so much to finish a book and then go into a new one. And so at the moment, I'm in my, I think this is my fourth journal now. Or maybe it's my, yeah, I think this is my fourth journal like properly doing it now <laughs> since I started my actual proper healing journey. This is my fourth journal that I'm in now. And I have another empty book for when I finish this one but I'm barely through it. So <laughs> I've still got a while to go but it's exciting still because I, I know that I'm using my actual resources and I'm using what I've learned from my own healing journey from what my therapists, from my what my coaches have said to me from what I've seen from people from Instagram from free resources which I have taken on board myself to use in my own self-development and I've I've actually been implementing everything that I've been learning which feels so good but anyway it's talking about my struggles (laughs) recently I've been getting quite demotivated Recently, I've been feeling a bit more self critical and a bit more mean to myself, and a bit more mean to a few people as well. Which I felt was really strange because I thought I was over this. I thought I had overcome this struggle whereby I'm kind of lashing out a little bit at everyone else because I thought that through this healing journey that I have healed enough of myself so that I won't hurt anyone else but the thing is my actions are proving otherwise which show me that because my thoughts create my actions And my actions create my results. So if I'm looking at the results of what's going on in my life, I'm able to see that there's actually a problem going on with the thoughts and all the internal things inside of me. It's not to do with my actions. I can't change my actions and then fix everything. So there's something left there for me to work on. So recently, I've been doing a lot more journaling, a lot more questioning my thoughts. And this is a process I go through with my clients as well. And honestly, it's a struggle that we all go through, which is why it's so important to understand that everything goes really deep, like really, really deep. We have to ask ourselves all the really difficult questions in order to uncover what is it that's actually stopping our growth. So as I've been going through and I've been doing my questioning, my thoughts, I've realized that I've still got a little bit of hatred there inside of me towards myself. Because otherwise I wouldn't be lashing out at other people. If I find myself getting angry at someone. Or if I feel myself getting frustrated at someone or something or an incident or a circumstance or an experience in my life. If I find myself with negative reactions towards people and things and, and all of these circumstances. Then it means there's something that I'm frustrated and angry about within myself to myself. And I do feel like that and I know that it's true. So the thing is, the, like, I, I feel so frustrated at myself. Because lately I've been having a lot of imposter syndrome <laughs> about everything that I'm doing. In terms of both my teaching Arabic and Tajweed as well as my coaching abilities. And this is a phenomenon that affects everyone, regardless of how well put together someone may seem, regardless of how much experience someone may have. This is just a human reaction (laughs) to life in general. Because there is always going to be someone in the world smarter than me, there is always going to be someone in the world more beautiful than me, there's always going to be someone out there who is better at.. than me... better than me at whatever I am doing. There's always someone out there who knows more than me. (laughs) But the thing is, there is no one out there who is me. I am the only one who is me. And I'm the only one who can speak the way I do. I'm the only one who can communicate the way I do. I'm the only one who can coach people the way I do because this is me. This is who I am. This is my personality. This is my voice. This is my mind. This is my heart. This is my soul. This is what I put out into the world. I put out myself into the world. I put out my personality, my beauty, my level of knowledge, my level of wisdom. I share what I can with the world so I may help the world in whatever little way that I can, because no one else out there can do what I do, irrespective of if they are smarter than me, if they're more beautiful than me, if they know more than me, whatever the case may be, there is no one out there who can do what I can do, which is why the imposter syndrome is such a double-edged sword, (laughs) because we feel, or I feel, my own struggles, I've been feeling like everyone else knows more than me. I'm just a student of knowledge. The stuff that I teach with Arabic, I'm still learning myself. I'm still on my own syllabus where I'm learning to become more advanced in Arabic. However, I'm at the point where I'm able to teach because there are people who know less than I do. So I'm looking to those who know less than me so that they can come up to my level and even further than I am. Because everyone that comes out into the world has something new to bring to the world, something special to bring to the world, something that is unique to them, And it is my job to facilitate them because if Allah جل, has chosen to bring people towards me to help them in whatever way that I can, be it teaching Arabic, be it teaching Tajweed, be it coaching them to be better in their mindset and self-growth journey, whatever it is, that is my job to give them the tools that they need so that they may better themselves and they can share whatever they learn and even more so to the world. Everything is a domino effect the only reason I put out is because I was given by other people I got knowledge from my teachers I learned how to coach because I am being coached myself, everything that I have has come from the people who have come before me, the knowledge that has come down through generations, the knowledge that has come to me through the opportunities that Allah Azza wa Jal has sent my way so my imposter syndrome is there because inside of me I still feel a a sense of distrust for my own abilities despite by knowing that I am the only one that can bring myself and my knowledge to the world. Everyone has a different mind, everyone has a different heart, which means even if we see the same knowledge, the same sentence everyone has a different value to take from that and a different aspect to share of it from their own life experience, from their own perspective. They bring something new, even if the actual sense of knowledge is the same. It's what we put out. Everything is unique to us. So although I intellectually know this, my feelings and thoughts and belief systems inside of me come from a place of insecurity and these insecurities are manifesting themselves in frustration and anger towards people outside of me (laughs) and it is really detrimental not only to those people but also to me because I understand what's happening intellectually I understand it however when it comes to the reactionary part of the equation (laughs) that is reactionary which means it is only somewhat in my control Sometimes I'm okay and I'm able to restrain myself and I'm able to understand when I am being reactionary and I can slow down my reactions, I can take time to think about things and I can choose my words but sometimes it's the case whereby I understand that I have that, that power. And sometimes it goes beyond me that I can't control it. Whereas other times it might be that I know that I can control it and I choose not to. Which is really bad. I know. I know it is. But this is why I'm talking about my struggles personally. Obviously like everything that we go through <laughs> we are inherently created weak by allah Azza wa and i understand this i know that i'm always going to have I- i'm always going to be weak there's always going to be things that i am doing in my healing journey i'm going to have moments where i feel like i'm going backwards but i'm not going backwards the thing is what, what what's happening here is healing is a spiral and when it's a spiral there's no sense of forwards and backwards (laughs) it's it's a massive like everything is tangled everything is interlinked so what feels like it's forwards and backwards is not forwards and backwards at all it's actually just a case of I am healing I'm going to have lapse and I'm going to have relapse I'm going to feel those same old habits come back but this time I'm going to come out of them quicker and even now like I can see what's happening I can intellectually understand what I'm going through. I can understand from the emotional perspective. The thoughts that I'm going through. I can feel them in my mind. I know that they're thoughts. I know that they're not true. I know the belief systems I have can be changed. Because this is what I do. (laughs) This is what I do. I work on mindset. I help people to overcome their own struggles. And I am my first client. Before anyone else, I coach myself. Before anyone else, I teach myself. I am my first client. I am my first student. And everything that I help everyone else with... I deal with it first. The perfectionist in me really wants to look like I'm put together. (laughs) It does not want to admit that I have a problem. It doesn't want me to say that there is something that I'm struggling with because if I admit it and I say it out loud and people hear it (laughs) then I'm not perfect anymore and that used to come with a feeling of shame and guilt and regret. However, it doesn't anymore. Because the more open and transparent I am, the more that I am able to help normalize these negative emotions and these limiting beliefs and these struggles that we have as humans because what is most personal is also most universal. So everything that I'm going through, I know that other people in the world will go through it too. It may not be the exact same scenario that I'm going through, however, imposter syndrome happens to the best of us. Subhanallah, So everything I'm going through I know that other people will also relate to my story They'll also resonate with what I'm feeling So as I am going through And I am working on overcoming everything <laughs> I am going to be logging it down So you guys know So you can see how I overcame it <laughs> And to see that I am only human I'm not angel, I'm not perfect I have my own struggles And see the thing is, like even with these lashings outs, um, because I know that I'm doing it when I'm doing it, but it's like a case of I can't stop myself from doing it. And I really badly want to choose differently, but in those moments, I feel like it's out of my control. I'm not actively trying to hurt anyone, but it's just happening because it's on a reactionary basis and I can feel it when it's happening, but it's like an out of body experience and it does not feel good it feels really bad and the only way for me to stop it from happening is by looking internally inside myself to see what are the actual limiting beliefs that are holding me back and i need to question those the only way out is through there's a quote i can't remember who it's by um and they say that if you're already in hell why would you stop there and the suffering and everything that we go through, why would we stop there? We need to go through it in order to get out. <laughs> and I know, obviously, I'm not in hell right now, I'm just in the world. <laughs> this is just my life. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, that is how healing happens. This is why it's so difficult. <laughs> Everyone thinks healing is so easy, but it's not. Because in order to actually truly heal, you have to confront the thing that you are fearful of most. The negative feelings, that shame, that guilt, that regret, that anger, frustration... All of the negative feelings and limiting self-beliefs that bring you down. That tell you you're not good enough. You're not able to be a teacher. This is things that I tell myself. How can you be a teacher when you're still only learning yourself? You're not perfect. You don't even know everything. You're going to make so many mistakes. You've already made so many mistakes. How is anyone going to learn from you? How can you coach other people when you're still going through struggles? You're not perfect how can you coach anyone else? (laughs) And in actuality, it's because I'm not perfect, which is why I'm perfect to be a coach. I understand what everyone goes through because I go through it myself. The reason why I am a teacher is because I know what it's like to be a student. And I'm trying my hardest To be the best teacher I can be, but I have my faults and I do have my flaws and I will make mistakes. I am not the best teacher in the world, but I am a teacher. I'm not the best coach in the world, but I am a coach. I've been brave enough to go against my fears and to stand up on my own two feet and say that now is the time. I just want to be good. I don't have to be perfect because perfection doesn't exist. But I will try because I know the value of knowledge. I know the value of wisdom. I understand so wholly with all of my heart the value of healing. Because if I didn't have other people to help me in my own healing journey, I would not be in this position right now. I don't even think I'd be alive right now. SubhanAllah, the amount of times I was contemplating suicide... I didn't even think I'd be alive right now. But Allah had a different plan for me. He wanted me to go on to seek knowledge. And I still am. I have lots of classes that I attend right now so that I'm able to have more and more knowledge. So I'm able to better help my students. So I'm better able to help my clients, subhanAllah, in my coaching business. My iman grows stronger and stronger because Allah Azza wa Jal allows it to. I can't do anything by myself. And when I think of my levels of self-worth, I know that Allah already made me perfect as I am. He created the heavens. He created the universe, the stars, the Milky Ways, the galaxies, the beautiful seas. He created the lakes that we see, the jungles, the forests, the waterfalls, the beauty of all kinds of fruits and vegetables and flowers and plants and animals. Everything upon this earth and in the skies and in the depths of the sea and all of the planets and the solar system and everything in creation. Allah Azza created all of it and decided that the world needed one of me as well. He has allowed me. To come into existence. He's allowed me to be on this earth. He's allowed me to go on to seek knowledge. He's allowed me to have all of these experiences. He's allowed me to have the life that I've had. And he still gives me a chance to redeem myself. And to turn to him in forgiveness. And to turn to him in gratitude. And to truly live my purpose. Because every moment he allows me to breathe another breath. He allows my lungs to take in that oxygen. He allows my heart to pump the blood around my body. If I wasn't worthy of this position where I am right now, I would be dead. I wouldn't be here. Allah Azza wa Jal has seen something in me and now it's my job to see it myself and to go out there to reach out when I need help, to go and seek that knowledge and wisdom and get in touch with people who will bring me betterness in myself. I cannot improve myself by myself. I cannot. I tried that for years and it got me nowhere. I know what it's like to run in circles over and over and over. I know the value of learning because I am still a student. And inshallah, I will be a student until my dying breath. Because I love learning so much. I just love it. And in doing so much learning, I have grown so much as a person. Because this is not just knowledge that is in my brain. I'm implementing it in my life. That's the difference between knowledge and wisdom. You can know everything, but if you don't apply it in your lives, what's the point? Why do you have that knowledge? Who are you benefiting by just keeping it in the back of your mind? Why do you have it? Question yourself and ask yourself, why? If I sit and question myself and I ask, why am I coaching? Why am I teaching? My answer is so that I may be a means for someone else to learn more, a means for someone else to find healing, to find something to hold on to, a seed of hope that healing is possible, a seed of hope that they can improve themselves in their knowledge and in doing so share it with other people. In giving, we are receiving. The transaction is for us, it's not for them. I want to benefit other people so that I may benefit myself. Because I know in Islam that the only three things that will go on after I pass away from this life, the only three deeds that will go on, ongoing charity, knowledge that is of benefit, and a righteous child who will pray for me. SubhanAllah ya Rabbil Alameen. There's only three that will go on after I pass away from this life. But before I pass away, I want to do as much as I can, so that I may gain as much reward as I can in this life that will benefit me in the next. And if I can share those seeds of knowledge which he has given to me on this earth, in this life, and pass them on to people, they will be a means for Sadaqa Jariya for me in terms of beneficial knowledge after I pass away everything we have comes from allah he is the one who gifts it to whoever he wills and it's our job now to share it to the world so these struggles that i'm having of imposter syndrome of feeling negative subhanallah i know i will always have these they will come and go in waves Everything I go through is lapse and relapse because I dealt with 10 years of clinical depression and it's not going to be an overnight change that I may heal everything in my life and I can become the perfect person because first of all, perfection doesn't exist. Second of all, I will always have lapse and relapse. There is no known cure for depression and anxiety and mental illnesses, subhanAllah, um... I'm actually still waiting, (laughs) I'm actually still waiting since the beginning of the year for my psychological analysis to see if I actually had bipolar, (laughs) and to be honest, like, back then when I was actually researching into everything, and I had, like, I I took on so many tests, like, not, not ones from the doctors, that's why I was still waiting for my psychoanalyst, uh, uh, (laughs) psychoanalyst, psychoanalysis, I'm still waiting on that, um, but all the online tests that I did, that were like, you know, to check if you've got bipolar, because I thought I did have it, and all of my tests said that I did have it, so not bipolar type 1, but bipolar type 2, um so I thoroughly believed I had it, and actually, when I went and researched about bipolar, and I kind of felt like that was the identity that fit with me best, I was actually better able to help myself through it, because I didn't just have depression, um, basically, the, my mental, uh, my mental illnesses, my mental health, was that my depression got really, really bad, like, honestly, like, crippling depression for months on end, however, on the, on the flip side of that, I actually had very high highs, whereby I was very kind of, um, uh spontaneous and very much like i i had such a massive boost of of motivation of energy and i would feel so good and i'd be on such a massive high and i'd be kind to everyone and i'd be doing so many good things but the second that my depression hit me again it was like i was the lowest of the low and i would be so mean to everyone and i would lash out like nobody's business i would just get angry and frustrated and isolate and it was really bad, but I was on a massive spectrum of high and low. And the thing is, I never actually told the doctors that. The only thing I ever told them was about my low lows, because I thought that was the only thing they needed to know. I never really thought about the high highs that I had. But then afterwards, like this year, it was literally just the start of, oh, subhanAllah, we're in 2021. Um, last year, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, it's been a year. Last year, at the beginning of last year, 2020, um, I was researching into bipolar. And literally, I was like, this is literally me. Those low lows and the high highs is literally me. Except I didn't do anything like, um, like bipolar type 1 can be very, very, very extreme highs and very, very, very extreme lows. So although my lows were extreme, my highs were not extreme highs whereby it's like I spent all of my money and gambled it on something or I bought everything in the world or like I, I did extreme actions it never got that bad but i did get like a massive boost of energy and motivation i would run with it and sometimes that went on for like a month but then i would come crashing down really hard like really really hard (laughs) subhanallah and when i identified as being bipolar type 2 that helped me In so many ways to help myself. It took me quite a good few months before I kind of came around to that idea. Because I was doing like so many tests online. Because I was like, is this? Could it be? And then I started to learn more and more. And the more I learned about the more I felt comfortable with that. Because I kind of felt like, I felt so out of place for so many years. I thought like, is it just me that's going through this? Because it feels like it's just me. But then when I was researching it and I was like looking at YouTube videos and I was Googling it and I was finding out whatever I could, the more stories I came across, the more it resonated inside of me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is literally me. I have bipolar type, too. And then when I was going into this is after, actually, I think this is after my therapy. The last session that I had, I've had two lots of therapy in my healing journey, like right now. So I had my first lot I think it was around September October time 2019 then I had the second lot about February time 2020 and then after that I started researching into bipolar and all of that kind of stuff a few months later so I think it must have been around like maybe April May time I think. I'm not very good with timings and all of that kind of stuff unless if I actually look into my actual journals because <laughs> like i said i've got' a, I've got like all the dates written down. <laughs> Um, but yeah, subhanallah. so when I when I realized that I had bipolar type 2, that's when I went to the doctors and I was like, look, I've done lots of online tests. I just want an actual confirmation by getting it from a psychotherapist or whatever it is, like whoever it is that gives me the diagnosis. But I even thought to myself, like, regardless of if I get a diagnosis or not, I relate to what's actually going on with people who have this mental illness so I like I realized that there was so much in there that resonated with me with these like high highs and these low lows and when I was researching into stuff it helped me a lot in my own healing because the thing is if you don't have a word to give to what you've got you're less able to help yourself because you've got less awareness of what is actually happening inside of you whereas when I had that label to give to myself It wasn't actually detrimental, it was empowering. It empowered me to go and learn more about the mental illness. And when I learned more about bipolar, in all forms of the spectrum, I realized it is a spectrum. There is so much That we don't know about mental illnesses. I was looking into bipolar. I was looking into borderline personality disorder. I was looking into everything that I could. Because I wanted to know what is it that I've actually got. Because when I can put a name to it. I can look for all the techniques that will help me. And I can use everything that my therapists have given me as well. But I was less able to help myself in the long term when I didn't know still what it was, when I thought it was just depression, only some things were able to help me. Because despite my low lows, and I could help myself in my low lows, I couldn't really control my high highs. So like, I would always come crashing down. And I didn't know how to stop that from happening. It was scary. (laughs) I, I, I know it sounds really weird. But like, having those high highs was actually more detrimental than my low lows because i knew what was happening in my low lows i i could understand what was happening i understood it i was just feeling that self-loathing that self-pity that all the all the negative feelings but that felt comfortable for me whereas the high highs were not comfortable for me at all because it's like i know they were short-lived and i wasn't looking forward to them as silly as that sounds i wasn't actually looking i was looking forward to my low lows That sounds ridiculous, like, you know, if I'm saying it out loud. But that's the truth of the matter, because being low... Being like paralyzed and stuck in bed, that was a familiar situation for me. That was my home. That was my area where I was like, you know what? Like I know what's happening when I go low lows. (laughs) I know how it feels. And I had something to blame when things went wrong. Whereas when I'm on a high high and things are going well for me and I'm doing good and I'm having these like, what seems to be healthy relationships with the people around me, As soon as I come crashing down, I blame everyone and everything feels even worse. I feel worse in myself because I know that just a little while ago, I was being nice to everyone. Things were going really good and now all of a sudden, I've crashed. And in crashing, I've lost everything. So I actually felt worse when I dropped out of that high and I didn't know what to do about it. But after I found out about bipolar... I understood that this is actually a part of the process this is normal (laughs) this is not me being weird this is not just like the opposite to the depression this is not just the normal life this it wasn't normal it wasn't normal in depression it was not normal because when you have depression when it's only depression Depression is very debilitating, very paralyzing. And yes, I did feel that because I, I still had depression. It was still clinical depression. However, usually people with depression, they don't go to the high highs. They go to a neutral place and then they go back down. And then they go into the neutral place and then they go back down. I used to have my neutral as well as the high highs. And, but usually I never went into the neutral. For me, it was literally just high highs, low lows. High highs, low lows. It was like a massive battle between the highs and the lows. And that's how I kind of felt like bipolar is what I had. It wasn't just depression. That was only a part of it. But the manic episodes that I had, they were real. (laughs) They were real, subhanAllah. So that was, I've gone on a complete tangent, but... I don't know, it's somehow relevant to everything I was saying. It really helped me, you know, to overcome things. When I understood what I actually had, to have a label to put to it and to say that, you know, this is me and it empowered me. And when I knew what I had, I was like, you know what? I can help myself now because I know what I've got. I know what it is now. I know how, because when I was reading the stories of what was helping the people to understand their highs as well as their lows, to read what the actual people that had bipolar type 2, what they went through and how they used to help themselves and what the YouTube community was saying and how, oh my God, like the experiences they had were literally word to word exactly what I used to feel. And I used to think to myself, like there is definitely something wrong with me because if I just had depression why don't I relate to anyone with depression like why am I having these extra experiences which are more detrimental to me when I should be feeling good but I don't because it just it's like everything inside me wants to ruin everything And it felt like a force from within me that I could not control. I would ruin things when I was, I would ruin everything, ruin everything when I was on my low lows, but I would also ruin everything when I was on my high highs. I would start so many things in my high highs, and the second I crashed, I would quit everything again. That's the way it was. That's the way my cookie crumbled. (laughs) What am I even talking about anymore? Oh my god, subhanAllah. No, I don't... I I haven't actually said this to many people at all. I said it to... um, A close friend of mine. She knew what I was going through. But the bipolar stuff was something that I was ashamed of admitting to outwardly because when you tell someone that you've got bipolar they look at you like there's a lot going wrong with you it's so misunderstood honestly like and I know I was adding to that same stigma that same stereotype thinking that bipolar people are crazy people it is so damaging to think that way because they're not crazy It's a mental illness. It's literally out of their control. And it was out of my control as well. Until I started to understand it better. But the truth of the matter is that many people don't actually understand what's happening within themselves. Even if they've got the disease. Even if they've been told everything. Because like I said earlier in this podcast episode. Intellectually knowing something and actually acting upon it are completely different. So even if I know everything, it doesn't mean I'm going to act upon it. It doesn't mean I'm going to do the scary steps that I need to take, the courageous action to actually get healing. That is a choice that I've got to make myself. And that does not come easy. Because we want everything to be easy for us. We want someone else to make that decision for us. We want someone else to do the healing instead of us. That's how we want it, but that's not how life works. That's why it's so difficult because sometimes you have to force yourself out of that dark place so that you may confront all of the dark, scary, negative emotions. That darkness that is literally looming over you every single day and night. You have to confront it and you not only have to confront it, you have to go through it. You have to feel it. You have to let it encompass you in ways you've never done before. Because the reason why we don't heal is because we're so scared of feeling those emotions and we are so used to avoiding them. That's why it's so difficult. Because avoidance does not get us anywhere, even though that's what we tell ourselves. Avoidance is actually the worst tactic in your healing journey. Because the longer you avoid something, the longer it's going to affect you, the longer it's going to have a hold on you, the longer you're going to be feeling that pain, even if you think that what you're doing is the right decision. When you avoid reaching out, you are prolonging your own suffering. It's as sad as that. That's a sad reality. The only reason why I could heal myself was because I had to force myself out of that mentality and I decided one day that enough is enough. I'm ready. I'm scared as heck. I'm terrified of confronting all of this negativity that I felt in my life because my depression was there for a reason. That did not just happen overnight. I went through a lot of horrific accidents. Not accidents, incidents, subhanAllah. I went through a lot of horrific incidences in my life. A lot. So much darkness had fallen on my family. And even as a child, I had to deal with that. That is why I had clinical depression from when I was so young. And I had it from even before I was clinically diagnosed. And then to be confronting. The horrific things that happened. Even as a child. Where I never wanted to even think about certain incidences. Ever. Ever in my life. I had to. So that I could save myself. So that I could save everyone around me. So that I could be in a position where I can help others like me. Everyone wants to know the magic secret. How do you do it? How do you heal? How do you do this? How do you get yourself out of that dark place? There is no answer. You have to just do it while you're scared. And that's not something you can just know intellectually. You have to do it. And the doing is where it's scary. The doing is what we avoid. The doing is so difficult to internalize because all we want to do is avoid it. If you find yourself asking how do you do it, you need a therapist more than anyone else. You need to find yourself a counsellor, or a therapist, or a psychotherapist. Anyone in the medical field that is trained to help you with your past, go to them. That's what you need. That's what I needed. That's what I will do if I ever need it again. Alhamdulillah, now I'm in a better place, whereas I I don't need to have that, because I know it's there as my backup, should I need it. However... Now I have the tools that I need, and I'm in a much better place because I've been over two years of subhanallah, it hasn't even been two years like, what's been a year and a half? A year and a half of healing. Yes, yeah, so around August, September, October 2019, and now we're in January 2021. So that's about a year and a half, right? A year and a bit, coming up to a year and a half. That's how long my healing journey has been and I've had lots of laps and relapse and I've been going through one this month. (laughs) I've been going through my relapses and it has not felt good, it's felt uncomfortable. The thing is, I've still got these high highs and low lows (laughs) and it's not easy at all to live like this. But I know that this is how my life is. It will always be like this. But it might just get easier as time goes on. Right now, Alhamdulillah, Ya alameen, I'm doing good. And I can coach myself out of my relapses whenever they come. But it takes time. I know that I'm not going to enter into the low, low, lows which I used to deal with. And I also know that I'm not going to hit the high, high, highs that I used to hit as well. For me now, I'm trying to find a balance in my life where I can stay in a neutral state and only go a little bit high and a little bit low. <laughs> That's where I am right now. And I'm going to have waves of highs and lows. They're going to come and go. My lapses and relapses are going to come and go. But I'm in a better place now, alhamdulillah, ya I mean, than I used to be. I'm a much better person than I used to be just a year ago. Or even just six months ago, I'm continuously working on my self-growth and my self-development. And whenever I feel myself slipping, that's when I invest in myself again. Recently, I've been buying self-development books. <laughs> and at the moment, I'm just waiting on the parcels to come, subhanAllah. And it's like, I know how difficult it is. For the poor people down at Royal Mail and all the parcel networks. They're working so hard to get everyone their their parcels and their letters and everything. But they're short-staffed because they're getting affected by coronavirus. It's just the risk of, you know, being out there in the world trying to help everyone. And literally, like, these, these people all over the world. Anyone who is literally working in the coronavirus pandemic... They are risking their lives so that the other people may benefit. They're not just doing this for a paycheck. They are doing this to make our lives easier. So we have to understand that they are literally risking their lives to be working in a pandemic. So many people are getting sick. So many people are getting affected by coronavirus. And then they don't even realize sometimes that their carriers and the people they go home to get affected. There are people out there who are suffering. There are people out there who, subhanAllah, they, they are really, really hit hard by this virus. There are people out there who are losing their jobs because of coronavirus. SubhanAllah right now, despite all of the tragedies, despite all of the negativities, despite all of these bad experiences that people may be having, right now is the best time to invest in your self-growth. We don't have the excuse that we don't have any time, we don't have the excuse that, oh, I, I just, I can't do it, I just don't I don't have the time, I don't have the the motivation, I just don't have the circumstances. No, there's no excuses right now. We have the time, we can make the effort, and we can put ourselves first. The longer you avoid something, the further away your progress will get. We're stuck in quarantine, we are in lockdown. You cannot avoid yourself. You cannot run away from yourself. Right now is the literal best time for you to force yourself, if you have to, to invest in yourself. To reach out to the people who can help you. SubhanAllah. I know it's difficult. I know how scary it is. I went through those emotions myself. But when I forced myself out of it, that's where my healing began. That's where growth happens. When you make yourself uncomfortable because you choose differently. If you keep choosing the same way, the same life, you're never going to get anywhere except in the same circle over and over and over. Like Groundhog Day. The same day over and over and over. Why would you want to live that life? How can you say that you want something different but you're not willing to choose differently? Then you don't want it hard enough. Do you really want to heal? Ask yourself. Do you really want to heal? Because if your answer is yes. Then you have to reach out. You cannot do it on your own. We are not self-made people. We are not. We stand on the shoulders of giants. We stand on the leadership of the people that came before us. If it wasn't for everyone else with their experiences to help us along in our own journey, we wouldn't be where we are. If we didn't have teachers who taught us how to live, how to read, how to grow up, we would not be able to have the lives that we have right now. We have to understand that we have to go to the people who know more than us. I really, really hope you choose to do that. And you always know, if you need a safe space to talk, please send me a DM on my Instagram, or please send me an email, please. Because you're not going through anything alone. I'm here for you. My Instagram is at Healing Hearts Coach. And my email is sabilla, sabela, E L A at healingheartscoaching.co. Please reach out to me if you need to. I am here for you guys. And for anyone who is willing and brave enough to take the next step to upgrade themselves and to truly go for the life that they dream of so that they're not stuck in the same routine anymore. You're not living a life, you're not in a job which you hate for no reason. If you want to go out there and chase your dreams, you want to go out there and recover quicker than you already are. If you're wanting to improve yourself in every single way, then why don't you try coaching with me personally? Let me help you to optimise your time, to understand your mentalities, where your beliefs come from, how you can change them for the better, how you can enter into a growth mindset which will keep you going for the rest of your life. The transformation speaks for itself. You've just seen me coach myself through this entire podcast episode, subhanAllah. You know, everything that is happening right now, I'm able to do it because I have invested in my own coach. I am on a coaching program myself so that I am able to help myself in the best way. So that I am in touch with a community who are going through what I am going through who understand my struggles because they have gone through them themselves. We help each other. We help each other to grow. There is room in this world for all of us. No one is taking anyone else's blessings. We are here on our own two feet to create the life that we want to live for ourselves and we have the choice every single day To go for that life that we want, even if everyone else says it's impossible. Allah Azza wa Jal is the one who makes the impossible possible. I believe in Him. I trust in Him. I know He has given me a blessing with my life. I know He has given me the potential to change the world. And I am going out there and I am chasing my dreams. I'm going out there even though I'm scared. I'm going out there to work hard even though I deal with imposter syndrome. I am going out there even though I am still struggling with limiting beliefs. I know because I can do it while I'm scared. I don't have to be perfect to go out there and make my life for myself. I don't have to be a billionaire to make a life that I love. I just have to have the heart and the soul and be brave enough to make it for myself. Take the risk because the cost of inaction is going to cost you your own happiness and your joy. And you are going to end up in a life which you are going to feel is so unfulfilled. Don't do that to yourself. Give yourself the chance To create the life you love. In the circumstances you're already in. And then go out there and give yourself permission to chase your dreams. No matter what they are. No matter how big or small. Go out there and chase them. Because I know you want to. I know you're fed up of living the same life. You're fed up of letting your mental health take over your decisions in life. You want to go out there and make your dreams into a reality. You want to tick all of these tasks off of your your daily lists. You want to be able to achieve your goals instead of just procrastinating all the time. You don't want to be so disorganized in your life. You don't want to be so overwhelmed all the time by your emotions. You want to have some sort of emotional regulation. SubhanAllah, you want to be able to grow as a person. You want to grow in your Iman. You want to become closer to Allah. You don't want to feel like your depression is taking you away from your Lord. You just want to improve in every single aspect. So let me help you get yourself there. Let me help you. I'm only a few steps ahead I've been where you are I still go through what you're going through SubhanAllah It's just that I'm now able to help myself Come out of it a lot quicker than I used to I still struggle I'm an only human I'm an only human (laughs) I'm only a human (laughs) I'm only human That's why I can help you Because I know what you're going through. And I'm here for you in every single way. If you reach out and you go for my one-to-one coaching program, you have direct access to me. Seven days a week. You have... My phone number. You have my email. You can reach out to me whenever you want to. You will be getting a journal and a workbook to work through. You will be with me in those six coaching sessions. Working in your personal goals. To achieve them. Not just let them be in your dreams. We make it real. This is what I do. So let me do it for you. Let me help you become the best version of you. Let me show you the way to healing and growth in every single way. Recover from your depression quicker. Every single time. I'm going to give you the tools and techniques that I use in my own life. And I'm going to help you through it. The highs and the lows. I will be with you through it all. You won't be alone through any of it. You have me. And then I've also got my course coming out in March 2021, inshallah. So please, 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 if you are a Muslim who's struggling with your soul, who's struggling with your Iman, and you really are wanting a deep connection to Allah Azza wa Jal, but you feel empty so much of the time, and you're just looking for a boost in your Iman, so that you can intensify your worship, so you can worship Him in the best way, to beautify your deeds. To truly have a love and adoration for Allah Azza wa Jal. To understand Him in every single way. To be the best Muslim you can be. Why don't you apply for a ticket to my Iman Boost Boot Camp? That's what it's there for. It's going to be an intense month. Every Saturday in March. You got three and a half hours. Three of that is for the actual boot camp itself. And then half an hour is for the breaks. Everything is live, online. So you can enter into it from wherever you are in the world. And even if you are not able to attend them online, you will have direct access to the recordings of each of the sessions after the boot camp itself. But you cannot have this exclusive access unless you buy a ticket. I don't know if I'm ever going to do this course again. This may be the one and only time I do this, subhanAllah. This is the blueprint that I have in my life. So I may connect to Allah Azza wa Jal again and again and again. And you can have the steps that I take, the knowledge that I have, the life lessons that I have learned. SubhanAllah. (laughs) It is so intense. It's going to be amazing and I'm super excited to bring it to you guys. And please do remember, early bird tickets are on offer until the end of January 2021. They're on for £100 per person. Then it goes up to general admission full price for £200 per person from the 1st of February till the 1st of March, inshallah. 1st of March is the last date for any buying tickets, inshallah. And you've also got the option to buy a VIP ticket if you choose to, which includes the boot camp as well as two full one-hour, one-to-one coaching sessions with me personally, inshallah. And that's for £500 per person. Please make the most of this, subhanAllah, (laughs) because I I genuinely don't know if I'm ever going to do this again. It's going to be intense and you only have access to everything if you are an attendee of the boot camp itself. There is only a limited quantity of tickets available. So please book in now to avoid disappointment. Inshallah. I really, really, really hope to see you guys there. And I really hope you've benefited from hearing my story. SubhanAllah, I'm so sorry I've gone on so many tangents. But anyone who knows me, knows. <laughs> this is literally what I'm like. I cannot stick with one thought. It just goes in a million different directions. MashaAllah. And you know what? I think that is the blessing and the miracle of having a brain that it just takes you in so many directions, even if you don't see it coming. (laughs) We plan and Allah plans, subhanAllah. And I don't even plan my podcast episodes, they just kind of come out. I have a general idea of where I want to take things, but usually it all just kind of happens. So, yeah, that is my struggles for 2021 so far, and that's me literally coaching myself through it. (laughs) alhamdulillah ya rabbil alameen i really hope you've benefited in any sort of way and please 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 do reach out for one-to-one coaching and also for my boot camp course inshallah ya rabbil alameen I really hope you make the most of the early bird offer because it won't be on very long. (laughs) 31st of January will come around just like that. So please, please, please make the most of it. Go to my website www.healingheartscoaching.co and head over to my course page to go for the boot camp or also go to my one to one coaching program in order to sign up and work with me personally inshallah so that i may coach you in the best and most beautiful way to help you become the best version of you let me boost your self-growth and your self-development journey in ways that you don't even see coming <laughs> let me help you in every single way inshallah ya i truly hope you make that decision And even if you don't choose to work with me, I'm making so much dua for all of you that Allah Azza wa Jal gives you all the growth and the, the, the development, subhanAllah, in your soul, in your heart, in your knowledge, in your wisdom, in your iman, all of the goodness of this life. May he give you all of the goodness of this life, the barakah in your time, the barakah in your efforts. May he give you all forms of goodness and help you through your difficulties and give you the chance to truly grow and prosper in this life in every single way so that you may have Jannah in the next life. Amin, ya Rabbil Alameen. Ameen. Thank you so much for listening to the newest episode of the Healing Hearts podcast. I'm so glad you were here with me as I spoke through my journey, through what I've learned and I hope you've benefited from this session. If you find yourself benefiting from our episodes, why don't you try subscribing to our newsletter where I'll post an update whenever I have a new episode out. That way you can be the first to see what I have to say next. All you have to do is go to my website www.healingheartscoaching.co and there you will see a little section that says subscribe to our newsletter. And on this, all you need to do is you put in your email and now you are part of the Healing Hearts community. I am so happy to have you here with me. You can also follow me on my Instagram account at Healing Hearts Coach. I post a lot of things (laughs) and there is a lot more content to come. So please do follow me and share my website share my instagram and please do share my podcast to anyone who you think may benefit i truly hope you have a wonderful day or a wonderful night wherever you are thank you so much for listening in i wish you lots of peace prosperity and all my love see you in the next episode